Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Are you interested in the most comprehensive compliance training class around? Do you want to hear from a true subject matter expert in the nuts and bolts of compliance? Then my Doing Compliance Masterclass training is the compliance training class for you. It is unlike any other class being offered. The Compliance Masterclass is not theory or analytical underpinnings of the FCPA. The focus of the Compliance Masterclass is on the operationalization of compliance, for it is only in the doing of compliance that companies have a real chance of avoiding FCPA liability. I hope you will consider my Doing Compliance Masterclass. The next class will be held in New York City on November 12th and 13th. For more information, check out my site, www.fcpacompliancereport.com. Part three, design thinking in compliance. I continue to explore innovation in the compliance function by considering how design thinking can help the chief compliance officer move forward in an innovative, cutting-edge manner to make a compliance program not only more robust, but also move it into the fabric of an organization. Such a mechanism would help to drive compliance into the operationalization of a company, which is where the latest pronouncements from the DOJ suggest a company should take their program. Design thinking can bring innovation in a number of ways to your compliance program. John Kolko discussed this innovation in a recent Harvard Business Review article entitled Design Thinking Comes of Age. His insight was that this approach, once used primarily in product design, is now infusing corporate culture, is one of the ways a CCO or compliance practitioner can use to redesign your compliance program for your internal customers, i.e. your employees and third parties that may fall under your compliance program. All of these groups have a user experience in doing compliance that may be complex and interactive. You need to design a compliance infrastructure to the way people work so that doing compliance becomes burned into the DNA of your workforce. The first component of design thinking is to focus on the user's experience with compliance. Designers need to focus on the emotional experience of the users, including the concerns which might be desires, aspirations, engagement, and experience to describe products and users. Team members discuss the emotional resonance of a value proposition as much as they discuss utility and product requirements. For the compliance function, this can be centered on the touch points that an employee base has with the compliance function, and that should be designed around the user's need rather than internal operating efficiencies. The next step is to create something design thinkers call design artifacts. While this is usually thought of as a physical item, they can also be spreadsheets, specifications, or other documents that have come to define the traditional organizational environment. Their use is critical because they add a fluid dimension to the exploration of complexity, allowing for nonlinear thought when tackling nonlinear problems. Whatever the compliance practitioner use, design models are tools for understanding. They present alternative ways of looking at a problem. The next step is to develop prototypes and explore the potential solutions. In other words, build a part of your system and test it from the user's experience. Here, the author quoted another innovation expert, For the following, prototyping is probably the single most pragmatic behavior the innovative firm can practice. I think it is because the act of prototyping can transform an idea into something truly valuable through use, interaction, and testing. Simply put, 
prototyping is seen as a better way to communicate ideas and obtain feedback. While it may initially sound antithetical to the CCO or compliance practitioner, a key component for design thinking is a toleration for failure. I realize that initially it may not appear that you want to have failure in your compliance program or that you even could have failure. But when you consider design thinking as an iterative process, it becomes more palatable. The chief experience officer at GE Software, Greg Petrov, said, GE is moving away from a model of exhaustive product requirements. Teams learn what to do in the process of doing it, iterating and pivoting. However, design thinkers must exhibit thoughtful restraint when moving forward so that they can have deliberate decisions about the process and what it should not do. This means if the compliance process is too complicated or requires too many steps for the business unit employee to successfully navigate, you may need to pull it back. In other words, you must have constrained focus. The author sees three main challenges in implementing design thinking, which I believe apply directly to the CCO or compliance practitioner. The first is there must be a willingness to accept more ambiguity, particularly in the immediate expectation for a monetary return on investment. A more functional or better compliance system design may not immediately yield some type of cost savings, but it may be baked into the overall compliance experience. Second, a company must be willing to embrace the risk that comes from transformation. There is no way to guarantee the outcome, so company leaders may need to be willing to allow the compliance function to take some chances in directions they have not previously gone. The third is a resetting of expectations as design does not solve problems, but rather cuts through complexity to deliver a better overall compliance experience. This, in turn, will make the company a better run organization. Another author in an article entitled Design Thinking, Creating an Ethics-Based Compliance Governance Solution helped put some flesh on these concepts. You should use design thinking in your compliance regime by building from the ground up rather from the legalistic legal department top-down approach favored by most lawyers. It starts with employees, not simply the problem. So you begin by asking questions and lots of them. From this point, you should formulate a problem statement and you already begin brainstorming to come up with some of the solutions. First, state the problem to be solved. Second, identify the objectives of the problem solutions. Third, generate alternative solutions and create an alternative list prior to having a group discussion and then collectively generate alternative solutions. The final step here would be to test, test, prototype, and test again. The key is to avoid prejudgments. So let the tester interpret the prototype and obtain feedback. The design thinking protocol can help to create a more effective ethics and compliance training model. You should use employees to provide initial input to improve effectiveness and relevant to frontline employees. The compliance team that implements several proposed solutions until the most operative one becomes apparent. Then you should roll these out on a company-wide basis for better and more effective compliance solutions. As the entire process is documented, when the regulators, such as the Department of Justice, Social Securities and Exchange Commission, come knocking, you will have the ability to not only explain your iterations and innovations, but also demonstrate their effectiveness. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope you'll join me again on our next episode where we consider innovation and compliance through continuous improvement. I hope you've enjoyed this special five-part series highlighting some of the ways to innovate in compliance. For more information on the innovation process in compliance, check out my latest book, The Complete Compliance Handbook. 
If you're a compliance professional looking for a convenient and effective way to fulfill your continuing education requirements, go to fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses and choose from four hour-long training packages that will keep you current. That's fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses.